Welcome to the latest Progress of the Unity podcast. Uh, good evening from me, and it's a good evening from. Okay, right. So we're, we're buzzing a little bit today because uh, the transfer window is coming to a close. We've got quite a few things to look at tonight. We're going to start off looking back at the Huddersfield game. We're going to look at the uh, the transfer stuff in an ins and outs. We've got uh, Jonathan Jackson's lucky piece in the Observer to move over, and uh, we've got a question that's been sent in by David Prescott, one of our regular listeners from up there in Apple Bridge. I hope you're all right, David. And um, we've got the Ipswich game to look forward to. So that's what we're going to be doing this evening. So without further ado, let's have some stats, Gareth, from that Huddersfield uh, defeat on Saturday. Okay. Yeah, the stats from the game, we and Athletic versus Huddersfield on Saturday. Possession, 56% to the Latics and 44% to Huddersfield. Attempts, Latics managed 20, Huddersfield managed 13. On target, we managed just four and Huddersfield five. We committed 11 fouls, Huddersfield committed 12. Latics got three yellows and no reds. Huddersfield didn't get any cards and we lost again 1-0. We did lose again and uh, one of the worst referee performances I've seen in a while as well. I have to mention, no way am I blaming that referee for a defeat, but he was bad for both sides, but I thought he was an absolute shock. Was he? Steve Martin, his name. Was he bad for both sides? Well, yeah, he gave it. He gave um, Yeah, he gave I, I a, we got away with a couple, but I mean, Kavis should have never have been bought. No, See the that guy Carson was moving the ball forward. Yeah, yeah. Carson, oh, yeah. Carson took the free kick from a different post. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he he had a corner. He was a, a ball kick. Yeah. One of our defenders kicked the ball out, and he gave a give a goal kick. Uh, yeah. I thought we, yeah, the, the, we should have had at least two penalties for me. At least two. Yeah. Leon Burnley were rugby tackled. Oh, I saw that. Oh. I mentioned that. I think there, was, uh, there were definitely the two one, the two one ball situations. Yeah. There should have been a third, but I didn't really can't see that one in the first half as clear. But the two in the second half, God, you've seen them give him the lesson. Yeah, of course you have. Yeah, so he, he was a bit of a shocker. Some, but his decisions are often he was strange, and he was very dramatic, weren't he? In his uh, in his actions, it looked like he was uh, auditioning for what's that stupid show on BBC where they go ballroom dancing. <laughs> But is that is that what it's called? Strictly come dancing. Is it? I don't know. I don't watch uh, it. But it looked like a, a ballroom dancer. <laughs> what you mean? You mean he was well, trying? Chat, chat. He was having trials for gag the airplane. Well, it was over exaggerated <laughs> movements, wasn't it? So anyway, that's not. His name is Steve Martin. Ah, We'll leave it at that. Yeah. Anyway, what did we think of the game on the all? No, me and Paul were quite positive at half time because we had a, a bit of a chat and it was nearly peace. Obviously, goals determine moves, don't they, Gareth? Because you've come off we've lost everybody's feeling a bit down I think I think you've, uh, you've, you've you've hit the right word right on the head though goals goals is the thing isn't it you know I mean I've just written down here 56% possession 20 shots 9 corners and then how many long throws did Kvist all you know putting things into the danger area giving us chances putting things into the mix and no goals again no goals. Lack of, lack of quality in the final third, though. Adam, what do you think about that? Definitely. It's just, it felt like we were just chasing the game. For some reason, we were nil-nil, and it felt like we were desperate, and that sort of caused a bit of panic in the final third. Like Fortune not taking his chances when he should have. Obviously, there was penalty shouts. It's just, we got quite unlucky to lose the game. Uh, people were saying Delore did well when he came on. Did you make a name, Rob? It's hard, isn't it? It's hard for him. He's getting 20 minutes here and there. Well, I mean, well, Ian, in the last couple of games, had 20 minutes. He's done all right. 
it's lack of service. Like it's, we're coming back to that point again. I mean, it's been mentioned about the chances and shots, but I can't remember having one decent chance. Uh, we threw, like I said, Chris launched it in the box. We, we pumped balls in the box to no effect because it's too easy to defend against with no creativity, no craft, no guile, no one to create anything for us. And as, we, as long as we've got that, we can have, we'd have uh, any, pick any strike in the world up from. We're not going to score goals, and that's one of Delors' main sort of downfalls at the minute. He's not getting any sort of service as uh, any other strikers. Mm. Totally, yeah. totally disagree with you, Rob, no. on the Delors situation. Um, no, it was a, it was an absolute epiphany for me watching him on Saturday. Now I know why he's not getting picked. I'm sorry, but he is useless. He, he had probably. I have to disagree with you, Paul, because you said about the Fortuna being the best opportunity, best chance of scoring. I did when the we first started had but not since an absolute started. cracking chance, and all he had to do was just put his left foot on it. If he put his left foot on it, it was in back at net. Couldn't do it. So he had to stop, get it on his right, and he missed it. And it, it, was, it was ridiculous. Twice, he lost the ball dribbling it. And that, again, watching him... His running style, with the ball, totally, totally wrong. I don't know if you can remember or not, but there was on two occasions he had the ball on the left flank, putting it in, it almost bounced off as the roof. Second, and almost it sent Edwards' church. And I just thought, no, no. <laughs> but you could see, you could see, and I agree with you on the lack of service though, definitely. The lack of service to Fortune and, and and the other lads who were playing up front in their turn. That's it. Anyone's going to struggle in that team oh. as a striker. But Anyone. now I know why Delo's not been being been picked mm. because I'm sorry, but the lad really does need some good coaching. I think the difference is when you keep it on the deck. We we looked half decent with it on the deck. The problem is we keep reversing to because we're desperate for goals. We've lost the patience that we used to have. They're like, oh no, we need some of it. They go long. As soon as they go long, the centre-halves just lap it up. It's got to have stays, aren't it? Yeah. Uh, it's desperate measures. Yeah. We're in a desperate situation. Last, if you, if you can remember the season we won the Cup, and we had a crucial, crucial match against Swansea, didn't we? Well, that game, was one we should have won. Right? We should have won it on paper. We actually started the game, and we were controlling that game, and we were looking good. But that game actually cost us our Premiership place. It's still like some guy's season up as well. We had like. <laughs> it 2-1 up, me, we, I can't remember, it was MacArthur. Should have absolutely buried yeah. it. For me, it for Saturday's results and the way we played, for me, that says exactly the same. Yeah. I think we'll all look back now and turn around and say, that was a game where we had the possession, we uh, played some lovely football in, pa in patches, we controlled the game in stages, we should have created better chances and scored and we didn't. That was the day we got relegated. Yeah, but if you take that attitude now, when you've still got a good number of games left, you've got plenty of time to put it right. If you change the attitude and you change the system, and, or you change the, the, the personnel, and for me it's a change of attitude, mm. uh, then well, I, I'm all for it, mate. Well, I think it, that's what's happening at the moment, isn't it, this week? I think it's highlighted the fact that that's what Mackay's doing. We'll come to that in a, in a bit. Um, but just concentrating on back on Saturday again, 
Dougal Fluke. Cross. Yeah, mm. absolutely. You're down that end, aren't you, Rob? Cross. Yeah. He's got to claim it, though, isn't he? Definitely. Well, it's 1 0, isn't it? So yeah. it's, yeah. He's pulling that towards back post. No doubt about it, and it's prepped him because it wins. Did anybody else think, because I was sat there in the stone, shouting to use, close him down, stop the cross, get tighter to him. I used to tell this to my son when he was playing football, when the football teams that he played for, Look, put them under pressure, don't give them options, get tight. And you backed off for me, does anybody else think? No, I think he could have no. closed in because he had a man inside. Uh, if he had no man inside to help him out, then you don't want to commit yourself and let him yeah, get the Yeah, he box. had two, pl- two players. There was players inside, so he, he could have closed down. A, a bit of talking there, you know, yeah. between Could have closed it. It was a poor goal giveaway. But I didn't think defence played that bad when you on Saturday. I said, well, I said defence. thought Taylor stunk, to be honest. I think we target in big time, yeah. weren't they? But did. Ridgewell played. I thought it, he was his best game for us. Uh, showing some leadership skills too was Ridgewell. Shouting them out, moving them up, telling them get up, up to the line, up to the line. Only problem is, mate, we've only got him for another four weeks and he's off, isn't he? Well, that's true. He's off. Somebody should be learning from this. Right, so uh, a poor game from our perspective because we lost. It put them 11 points in front of us, hasn't it? Uh, Obviously, Rotherham's also won in a week. They've got eight points in front of us, so it's getting bleaker and bleaker. And uh, people have been a little bit down and um, saying stuff and. Jonathan Jackson's come out and done um, a little piece in the, in the Wigan Observer. Uh, I don't know if you've all seen it or not. I'll, I'll just read some of it out to you if you want. Uh, this is from Jonathan Jackson in, in this week's Wigan Observer. <clears throat> As we've seen over the last week, it's been a real period of transition. We've lost some players who have been important in our recent history, and it's a sad time for the club. But, as Ben Watson himself has said, nothing lasts forever. Our league position and our performances this year haven't been, haven't been good enough. It's just written a bit wrongly, so that's what I'm stuttering for. Uh, and we have to change things. The players, for one reason or another, haven't performed and haven't produced the results we expected. I agree there. It's a busy time because we need to change the dynamic in the squad and the chemistry within the team to try and produce results that will improve our league position which is our main aim this season. So he's talking there now about, about there's something wrong within the, the squad itself and the Tampa players. Um, and he goes on to say, one thing we have to do as a football club from the manager, the players, the staff, the board, and this is something I know Mick takes exception with, and especially the supporters is remaining united in the belief that we can improve our results and our league position. We have to do better as a football club, we know that. We've seen in the past that when we're united and a strong group, Wigan Athletic can achieve results that are unexpected and that's what we must do now. He also goes on to say that um, they have to consider, if not plan for, the prospects of relegation. So they're already planning I for thought it. that Jonathan Jackson once said Correct me if I'm wrong. That the uh, plan for that both eventual eventualities anyway, promotion yeah. and relegation, and that's been said said numerous numerous occasions. Was he talking there from the Premier League? Though, no, I, I, I was right. He said that on the. He said he said that since yeah. we've been relegated, yeah. hasn't he? Yeah. Right. Um, what do we make of that then? Make you want to start? 
Uh, I've met Jonathan Jackson on many occasions. I've found him always to be a very honest, open man. He's a very clever fella and he's very businesslike. What I'd like to know is what did he really mean by saying especially the fans? Because we're not the ones who are going to be legging it to another club. You know, our loyalty is with this particular club and we'll be there next season whether it be in the Premier League, first division or the Championship. I, I, I think from his business perspective, he realises that some of us will be there next year, some won't. Yeah. Some will be voting with the feet. And that, and I, that's why what I see him asking, especially the fans, what he means is especially the, the fans that, that we need to keep the business sustainable or viable or even alive. The, the, those those yo-yo fans, the ones who come along when we're actually yeah. doing well and stuff like that, I don't think they're really going to take heed of what Jonathan Jackson is saying. I don't think they're the type of fan yeah. who would actually read it anyway because they're not that deeply concerned about the club like we are. Oh, um, I, I would I would I would rather he actually uh, embroidered on some of the stuff into the in the first part of the um, uh, the piece as regards uh, what's happening at the club with the team and how has that come about. And why has it been let to stay there? Because surely to goodness, this should have been sorted out. <laughs> we've, we've got two managers this season. Um, where, where, where's the actual club acting? Where's Jonathan acting on this? Where's Dave Greenland yeah, acting? Yeah, I th I they think need to well, do Dave something. Dave can't act at the moment, can he? Uh, Robin Adam, uh, there's a statement within that where he's talking about the chemistry uh, within the club or within the squad. And there is a need to change. What do you get out of that statement? It's definitely highlighting that there's not something right in there, and it's saying that for some reason or another the players aren't gelling the way they expected to. Uh, clearly, you can see by the, the number of outgoings and the possible incomings that something is definitely being changed. And to try and produce results, yeah, you need the team together, and with that chemistry you can make results and do you think it's more than just a financial decision to do that to that, like, I mean, we've seen Maloney go we've seen Watson go you know the bigger earners of the club obviously because they were Premier League players with us, so they're going to be on, on the bigger books do you think it's more than that yep yeah definitely it is more than that I, I don't think I think them players are particularly gone because I don't think they, they, they've got the fight in them even being perfectly honest, I think Watson, it came back for a bad time from injury for him in a relegation scrap when you need to be winning balls in midfield, showing fight and unfortunately once or twice he bottled it and I'm being honest, I, I love him, he scored a goal in the cup final but he bottled it on more than one occasion, Adam Forshaw bottled it more than one occasion, there's players who's been bottling it on that pitch and I think that's what Jonathan Jackson is saying here. Team, uh, the chemistry within the team. Now, if your chief executive is coming out and saying there's issues and they need to change the dynamic in the squad and the chemistry in the dressing room, there's something seriously wrong well, and there must be a, a really po poisonous atmosphere. And that's why I think we've seen so many outs. I mean, look at the list of players, what's gone so far this winter. Me, personally, I'm fine with it. I think we needed it. We need the clear out. People say, oh, panicking. Well, we've got to have no players left. Unfortunately, the position we're in, we've got to get rid of players before we can bring them in. And I don't think it's going to do any harm whatsoever by doing what we've done. And I think we've got rid of the right players. It's, it, to, to, 
sort this out, it needs a big shake-up, doesn't it? It needs the shake-up, Danny Sam. Well, that's, no. that's what they've been doing since, pretty much since pre-season. That's why Rosler went. Whelan came out and said, he's not gone because I don't think he's a good manager. He's gone because something needs to change. We need to do something about what's going on. And your manager's you, the thing that gets it's changed. The first one that goes. That's, that's what happened. That's no. how football works. At that point in time, you can't change any of your players because the window's shut. Yeah, but just going back, I think the right players have been so low. McManaman and Forshaw included. I think they'll probably give Mackay a kitty to go out and get his players what he needs. And There's I probably think seven million come in though between them two. There, there is, and you look at McManaman, he started like an ace on fire this season, but inconsistent performances, drifts in and out of games. He needs to learn decision making. Is poor at times. It's not uh, just the money that's come in; it's the liabilities that's gone out. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, he's, he's I, I mean that in terms yeah. of yeah. financial liabilities. Mm. Mackay's been reiterating after each selling of a player that he wants players to be giving hundred percent. He said it on every single one that's gone out, and it's it, it's highlighting. It's a message that that the it's a message that we're getting rid of the people who aren't giving enough for this club, and that's important. Uh, he said when Sean Maloney went, uh, he sort of. Touched on it, where he's saying he needs players who, who's focusing 100% here, or his words to that effect, anyway. But he's also said about Maloney, he wanted him till the end of the season. He did, he did originally, didn't he? Mm. I mean, he probably he says whatever situation he's in, he's going to have to put some yeah. sort of a spin on it, isn't it? But I, I think, think he is. He's probably making the decisions. Yeah. I think it's a combination of that and the finances. Actually, I, I, no, I agree with you there, Paul. Yeah. Definitely, it was a case of uh, like, let, let Maloney go, but. We got seven hundred fifty thousand for him instead of getting nothing for him in summer. Who? Mm-hmm. Maloney. Did we? <laughs> Gareth, we didn't. Go on. Well, I think huh? we're doing the right things. We're getting rid of the people. And so moving forward from this, if you drive past a factory in Wigan, it's got a number on the side of it. Fifty-seven. Huh? Nineteen league games we've got left. Fifty-seven points to play for. Mm. So good maths, You know what I'm saying? I've got the fixtures here in front of me. It's what we do from now on. We're eight points behind mm. safety. Who don't play about No, <laughs> no. So we're eight points from safety. <laughs> so we need obviously three wins more than everybody else. So it's a bad situation, but the manager is making the decisions to give us the platform to go forward and hopefully yeah. stay in the championship. So every every decision that's been made over every player has been it, at the time felt to be the best interest of the club so looking at Clearly. it now uh, do you think it's fair that we've because I've been judging him and I know a lot of people do you think it's fair that we've been judging Mackay up to now or do you think he's had a, he's, he's had a, um, a poison chalice so to speak and we should start to judge him now this window's shut or do you think we've been right judging him up, up until this point? I think we're right. Results haven't been good enough. Have no, there, 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 the thing is, though, is, is you can judge a manager on the team's performance on that particular day, of that particular game, right? Because he's the, he's the guy, he's the guy who's picked the side. He's the guy who's actually put um, put that team on the field. So he's got to take some kind of responsibility for it, hasn't he? And I think the general consensus around the table was that we give him until the end of this um, transfer window to put a squad together and then check it from there because he's, he's, he's brought one or two lads in right on loan or whatever but he's not really been able to stamp his own little signature on anything really yet, has he so I think anyway he's got till the end of the season 
definitely until the end of the season before we really should con- condemn him or um, you know exalt him so yeah I think we're right to judge him by this stage yeah I think how many games is it Gareth I think you, you know that one wouldn't you it's been Mackay yeah Twelve. 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 Two wins. Yeah. Says it all. I, mean, I, I think the squad is still better than that league position. Eight points adrift. I wonder what Whelan said to him when he when, when he sat Rossler and, and he interviewed Mackay mm-hmm. and gave him this position. He must have said some words to the effect that look, we're in a bloody mess here. We really are in a mess. I didn't realise it was this bad. I need you to make the necessary arrangements to get us out of this mess and I think that's what he's doing well when we met him and we did the uh, we did the podcast from there um, one of the things that he said was he was at Watford and his his remit at Watford was to make the club two million pound and stop them from being relegated now whether he was alluding to, to that here that is something that had been told to do here make us a little bit of cash to stop us from going down and I, I don't know but, but that's one of the things that he mentioned so Anyway, um, so that was Jonathan Jackson's little piece in, in the paper. Uh, it's, it's good that he's come out and said it, I think, but I would have preferred, if I'm being honest with you, I'd prefer to have seen that on the club's website because mm. it's more accessible to more people then. Not everybody buys the Observer. Well, I were aware of it till you said I've just yeah. not. Um, and we have supporters out of town as well that you can't get all of a copy of the Observer, and it would have been nice for it to be. On, on the club's website because he said it and he's not yeah, hiding nothing I said they can get it online can't they but so well they've not put it online yet I mean I've, I've uh, Phil Wilkinson um, the sports editor at the office has said that there'll be bits taken from it that will be yeah. put online they, they don't put everything on do they I think no. Greg said before I think it would be nice though to, to a, for the club to have put something on anyway uh, I mentioned uh at the start that one of our listeners yes we do have listeners okay. believe it or not okay. one of our listeners David Prescott has, has sent in something that he'd like us to discuss and it's quite interesting especially talking about the chemistry within the squad um, what David says is he's been a Latics fan all his life and he's had his first year of good times and bad times just like us all and like any football supporter um, he said in, in August he, had, he was so much uh, full of optimism uh, but now there's the increasing possibility that we'll be playing League One next season was it all gone wrong uh, he says at this time when everybody at the club should be pulling together and fighting together out of the situation we appear to be going in the opposite direction um, now more than ever it feels like uh, there should be an opportunity to put some of our younger players and reserves in the team players like Cosgrove, Cho Robles, Lee Nichols who seem to do well week in week out in the development squad and they've had a, an excellent season this season some of them have been scoring goals for fun putting them in would give them an opportunity to prove themselves and their enthusiasm may rub off on the rest of the team and it would give us a much needed boost that was sadly lacking and he's just wondering uh, what we think about it when giving the youngsters a, a, a shot at this particular point don't do it away from home. <laughs> Don't do it away from no. home. If you're gonna do it, do it home because too much pressure might get. No, I disagree with you. If you're no, gonna do it, you do it away. Why? Because you're under actually you're under more pressure at home to perform in front of your own fans than you're away. Yeah, and also there's that that thing about playing at home. It's your mid and your patch. You don't make a mistake. 
Mistakes as a new boy can be forgiven, especially if you're away from home. You'll find that most managers actually will actually give them a chance beforehand, bring them on 20 minutes either away. It's just one of them things what you do normally. So, yeah, I mean, Cosgrove's been in the team, in the squad, but he's not made it. He's not been on the pitch, has he? He's not been. On if the they're pitch. good enough, play him. But I don't, I don't see enough for the development squad or under 18s. In fact, I see nothing of them these days. I used to watch the old reserve games, but can't do that anymore. But I think Cosgrove's been given a bit of a chance on Ben. I know he's not got any game time, but he's had a match day experience being with first team. Uh, if they're good enough, play him. Simple as that. I think they're going to have to. I really do. I don't think we'll get uh, seasoned campaigners in the next couple of days. I really don't. No. And I don't think we've really got that much time. And with what we've seen of these lads, let's go for it. That's what I said. Yeah. Let's go for it. Yeah. Well, look, what have we got to lose, really? Nothing. Lose Five on. goals, one of which has departed mm. today, and the other one. Well, he's a winger who's playing in the middle for me. He should be on the wing for me, McLean. Yeah. I thought it on Saturday. He was outstanding, wasn't he, when he went out wide again? If the last oh, yeah. enough. Yeah. Oh, excellent. If he's, old, if he's good enough, he's old enough. Get him out and try. Robles has been knocking the ball in the back of the net, isn't he? In, in, in the, he's uh, got a big fart to his wing, haven't they? Cosgrove and Robles. Yeah. So. Oh, well, I. I I think yeah, give him a shot, but I won't play them all together. I introduce one at a time. I mean, usually see them getting twenty minutes at the end of a game, don't you? But we're usually chasing the game by them, and it's, the pressure's on. That's that. it. It's handy if, if it was, you know, like last season we was winning games. It's easier to chuck them on, isn't it? It yeah. was winning games comfortably as well. Some games, I know we weren't winning three and four nil every week, but we was comfortable every week, solid, and it's a good foundation for bring the kids through, isn't it? Well, you know how I'm gutted. I'm gutted that we've not been playing Fortuny and Holt up front. And I, you know, I was saying this and people ridiculed it, but you know, hey. So what I think what we should be doing is someone like Fortuny bringing one of these lads on. We should actually have somebody running alongside somebody in midfield as well with these lads. Give them the mentor down at the club, give, down at training, which is what they should have now to stop all this bloody poison spreading amongst the squad, right? Buddy them up, get them playing together. Give them, give them 20 minutes, right? Bring them on a tub. Let's give them a go at us, yeah? Right, let's show them to the public. That's what we want, so let's show it, you know. And let's go for it. We've nothing to lose, have we? We're, we're eight points adrift at the moment now, so we're going down, right? So, let, 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 if we're going to go down, let's go down with a bit of flow and a bit of passion. Yeah? That's what I'm saying. I, I just want some passion in the bloody sport. Well, thank you. Yeah, Adam, agree? I agree. Yeah. Rob, think you should give him a chance. I, I'm with Mick on the. We've not lose, have we? No. They've two, they've two lads who's bagged 40 gold between them. They've got to be better than what we've got playing. They've got to be. I mean, give them a 15 minute run out, end it game. You can. They'll tell you a lot about them. It's different. It's different uh, environment, isn't it? Playing under 18 game against Accrington Stanley. Oh, Christopher Park. Christopher Park. Yeah. No, no, Accrington Stanley. Who were they? Not much pressure. Exactly. <laughs> uh, play. It's a big step up. I mean, even development squad from under 18s is a step up. And I know they have been playing a few games at the development squad as well. So it's a massive step up for them. But we have we've nothing to lose. So yeah, give them a go. Give them a go, Gareth. Well, the position we're in, we've not really got a great deal of options, have we? You know? 
Give him a go. Give him a go. Dr. Pepper. At least the balance sheet should leak our eating, anyway. Well, it would, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, well I, I, was, I was asked that. Teenagers uh, as well, aren't they? Robbles and. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Nick. Uh, Manny Flores is like this play, player. Yeah, well. Flores. Yeah. He, someone, uh, I'm a Wigan fan. Give him a go. I would have given him a go at Bolton, Flores. Yeah. He would have oh. loved, loved that. Yeah, hey, hey, it was 10 minutes from there, wasn't it? I was speaking to uh, his brother before, girl. Uh, he was gutted. I know he scored for development squad against Bolton. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was was it week before or two weeks. Before? Yes. Mm. Oh, that was the omen, though, wasn't it? That was an omen. Was it after? Was it after? Yeah. There you go. He went an omen. Should have played him anyway. Give him a crap. Right. Okay. So we're talking about uh, players, and and he should be playing, and he should know. We, we, yeah, and Gareth and Mix already mentioned that uh, the transfer window's coming to, to a close, and we're linked quite heavily with a number of players and we're also linked with still linked with players going out now this week we've lost Maloney Watson's gone McManaman's gone and surprisingly enough Farshaw's gone Tavernia Tavernia went on one yeah did you see that yeah, about Tavernia apparently begging Steve Evans to come back yeah. have you not seen it Rob no I thought you haven't commented on Twitter yeah it, apparently uh, he's phoned, been phoning Steve Evans up the Rotherham manager for the past two months begging him to come in and take him back to Rotherham mm. did, did he say two months I mean he might be telling tall tales Steve Evans it was like it was like three weeks or something oh three weeks yeah, he, yeah I, I don't think it's anyway it's not surprising though is it did well uh, last season he did yeah he's at Bristol City now mm-hmm. isn't he yeah. end of the season right so it looks like uh, Billy Mackay is nailed on uh coming in uh, striker from up in Scotland in the Nescali Thistle born in Northampton plays for Northern Ireland 5 foot 7 scored bags of goals 150 grand what nationality is it? Northern Irish <laughs> sorry I missed that bit for Scotland Northern Scotland Northampton born in Northampton uh-huh. plays for Northern Ireland yeah. plays in Scotland uh, okay. 150 150 grand mate. what a week no, <laughs> that's his feet. <laughs> so he's coming all the way down from the Scottish Premier to play at the base of the Championship. In yeah. The... yeah. Oh dear. Oh dear. I'm sorry, but when players step down like that, it tells me either no <laughs> good or no step good. Up. It's a step up, Mick. What, from Scottish Premier? Yeah. League Two's a step up. I don't know. And Vanessa Caledonia Thistle doing alright in that. Yeah, in that yeah. yeah. But it's not a strong so, league. And they're heading for a European. And he, you know, he's only on two grand a week. Duh. He's going to, he's going to double, at least double his weight. You know, maybe even triple his weight coming to us. Mm. He's in England, so he's back under the spotlight. Yeah, he's chance, in the even if we get relegated, to yeah. goals. If he, if he, if we get relegated, he has a cracky season next season. Scores 25, 30 yeah. goals next season. He's twenty six inches, so at the right age. So it's a money move. It's not a footballing move, then. A bit of a poor for him. You can't blame that. No, if it's money, then you know you can't, well, can you? But football in Mars. Both Leicester and, and Peterborough were, were interested in him last season, and uh, Inverness turned them down. But he's only got six months left on his contract now, and he's, he's not signing a new one. So obviously they're catching him. With a punt, Arthur. But it's 150 grand. You can't knock it. With a punt. With him, definitely. And I'm glad you said that correctly as well. Uh, it looks like <laughs> Jason Pierce will be uh, signing it in tomorrow. It's the Leeds United 
skipper. He was a skipper at both Portsmouth and Bournemouth as well. Centre back, big strong lad. Uh, they say he runs through brick walls for the cars. I, 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 I thought that had been pulled today. No, no. no. Oh, good, no. good, good. Smart back players. Players. I don't know what we need. I, I, I don't know. I can't. I can't visualise him at all. Me, so I just think he'd be better than Barnett and Ramis. A lot more solid. Well, Ramis is. Yeah. I think playing playing with with Barnett. Um, for me, Barnett challenged everything and won most of the balls in the air on Saturday. I think he did very well. He's got it. He's got it. Uh, very good in the air. I just think he's a bit fragile. I think his mistakes, he just takes too many mistakes. Last his, season. His mistakes turn out to be critical, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they do, that's yeah, the one. Yeah. He's like a poor man's Titus Bramble, <laughs> and that's saying something. How <laughs> dare you? How dare you insult St. Titus of the Holy Bramble? <laughs> right, anyway, forget that. Oh, good that. grief. We're talking, we're talking <laughs> England here. Hang on, can we switch this off for a second while I give you some verbal... Oh, how dare you? Also linked with Piers coming in from Leeds uh, this evening uh, is Rudolf... Hess. Austin. Austin. Midfielder. Uh, he's a big unit, isn't he? Puts yeah. himself about. Puts himself about. He's been linked. Ball winner. Ball winner, yeah. One and a half million for the poor, apparently. He's got to have to be one herd case with a name like that, hasn't he? Oh, yeah. he nearly has been. Yeah. He's, uh, no. he's put one into the people a red nose. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Did you hear that one? What? Oh, you missed it. You'll have to rerun it then. Give people a red nose. Oh, I can tell you what. <laughs> But um, but um, Jamaican international. Yes. So I don't know. Don't know how, how much truth's in this one. It's just something that sprung up tonight, isn't it? Yeah. What? He was a member of the. Um, no. Anyway, we, Jamaican bobsleigh. We've got the last Winter Olympics. We've got a guy. We've got a guy on. Uh, been training with us for the last two days. Get on, bong. He's a Cameroon international. From um, Olympia, <laughs> been injured, uh, so I think he's proven himself before we announced it. He's been training for the last two Is years. Is he actually in a game to Olympia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has, yeah. yeah. He has, yeah. And he's signing for us. He's signing for us. Cameroon International, full international. Is it? Yeah. So why on caps? Why? Are uh, uh, we still attracting players like that? Do you think we're uh, oh, a big couple? Challenge. He likes a challenge, like Gareth says. Yeah. Has he, has, he, has, he, has he got us mixed up? With, he knows that we are Wigan Athletic O, O, <laughs> not Athletic O. So, so he's another one, Kitambon. So he's he's likely to be announced. Because that's supposedly already been done. That. Oh, right. well, that's fair enough. Uh, and also, hot off the press, hot off the press. This one. He's that uh, Russian striker, isn't he? No, no. Right. Uh, West Bromwich Albion midfield man. I'm not really supposed to mention this, but Graham Dorrance is uh, whispered to be coming on loan for the rest of the season. Excellent. I think. Uh, I think if that's true, it comes off. I think that would be a brilliant He's a Premier League player as well. Yeah, he is, he is good, good enough to play for West yeah. Brom, so. Top draw. Like a James McArthur type, isn't he? Mm. Similar style, but. I'd say a bit more creative. Grab, grabs you a few yeah. more goals. Yeah. Uh, Scottish put, international. Yeah. Uh, typical Scott. Scott to put it, not, uh, he's not scared to put his foot in. Grab you a goal or two. Creative. Mm. Well, that's what we've been missing in midfield. Yeah, yeah, I think. Uh, so, I, I think when you're looking at them, if, if these signs come off. The disappointment that we felt at Watson going, Maloney going, McMahon going, the shock at Farshaw going, 
all that'll be forgotten anyway, won't it? Because this is the shake up that we need, and this this could be the kickstart. And you know, looking at it, we've got also we're, we're uh, apparently set, um, agreed a fee for another striker as well. We're not sure who it is. There's a couple of names being the Mobile Lamppost is one. Uh, there's Giovanni. Giovanni Show. Show. Yeah. At at Basel. Basel, the Swiss yeah. side. Um, he's got Champions League experience this lad he played five minutes as a substitute some experience isn't it yeah but he's, he's not been playing this season with him he's got ten goals in 30 appearances has he to, to be fair they're a cracking side as well yeah I've yeah, seen, yeah. seen him a few times well they're eight points clear at the top of the Swiss League yeah. but he's, he's not even featuring on the bench so he he's might be looking that might be a loan deal yeah. I'm not surprised well, he's not might as well come warm our bench then aren't they yeah so I mean if, if these signings come off then uh, you know um, we'll, we'll, we'll be quite positive but have you said that cast our minds back to August what did we say mm. at the end of August about the transfer deadline yeah so it was a cracker didn't we yeah. we did yeah we did <laughs> we did <laughs> we did but it, to be we fair though no, we know that Dorans would be a, a great sign, proven Premier League quality. A lot of the signings he's bringing in, the two, the Lord and the other were gambles, weren't they? Massive gambles. Didn't pay off. Using uh, far shot, not played at that, you know, Championship level week in week out. Bit of a gamble as well, but we're not like Pierce. Yeah. Uh, but Hughes has been injured since yeah. the weekend, though. Yeah, but it? the thing is, it was I like the cut of Hughes's jib. I really yeah, do. Yeah, I think he's going to be a for sure for me. For sure for me was, I think it was a manager signing because he wanted a secure player. I think, I don't know, was he looking for a yes man? You know what I mean in the squad? Because why has he gone? Why has Forshaw gone? I think Forshaw's the type of player you have in a successful side. Yeah, I think that's what I've said that loads of times. I think if if he's doing well, I think he'd charm for him. I think he'd be a cracking player. It didn't help him other week when we played him sort of right midfield. He had a he stunk player, so he dragged off by half time. Mm. He's had one or two two decent games where he sort of he was only one he wanted to get on ball and I think we lost both of them games and then up the games he's been anonymous he's, he's not he's not done anything so cash in cash in rebuild yep that's what it's all about so uh, I mean obviously we're going to know more next week aren't we uh, mm. transfer deadline day is my birthday so I've got it all planned out There's, uh, I'm going to have some uh, salmon paste butties jelly blue munch, and I'm going to have uh, Jim White and Natalie Sutter. Oh, Natalie Sutter. <laughs> oh, that's what a birthday present that is. All day. Jim White? Not Jim White, Natalie. Natalie. No, because you yeah. said Jim, he did, mm-hmm. did, didn't he? No, he yeah. didn't. I didn't. I, I did say Jim White, but I, I got excited when I meant it, mentioned I think Natalie Sutter. I forgot that he's busy playing snooker. Well, this is it, Barry. <laughs> Saturday, then. Or do we have to? We're heading down to Ipswich. No. What team we're going to have by that by Saturday? We don't know, do we? I mean, more than likely we're going to have a new striker. Got that Chris Erd. I heard he's a good oh, player. Oh, we've forgotten about him, haven't we? Erd. Yeah, you heard it here first as well. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of cattle. Yeah. I, I actually, um, <laughs> I, I got a whisper about him coming. I heard it through the grapevine. Good yuck. Yeah. Ooh. He's. Um, he, he, he's. A, a highly rated player, he's an Australian and he's from Perth and apparently he's a typical Perth lad. He loves to party and that's 
one I mean I don't like to bad name him on the podcast but that's one of his big downfalls he does like to pose oh he could sorry mate sorry you know you know the DNA of Australians better than anybody else around this table is there an Australian who doesn't like to party <laughs> to Ben Depp's no, no, you can do it better. Vice versa, don't you? Oh, she's a bloody old One good thing about his signing, he's only on loan, isn't he? He's on loan till the end of the season. He's out of contract at Villa. I don't know, mate. Could be another Martin Waggon. He could be. Mm. But does all right, we sign him permanently and then he never plays again. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Sits on the bench, eats chips, and puts two stone on. Yeah, well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, bulked up, aren't they? Do you think his ears have dropped? If they could have photographed him, I think his ears have dropped down the side of his head a little bit. Anyway, I thought Dan were off then, aren't So, <laughs> Gareth, we're at Instagram on Saturday. How have they been doing recently? Winning. How have they been doing recently? Well, the last six. They lost last night actually, but until last night they've been doing very well. The last six, Ipswich 2, Middlesbrough 0, Brentford 2, Ipswich 4, Ipswich 3, Charlton 0. So that's three on the trot. Then they lost one, 1-0 one at home to Derby. They won again away at Millwall, 3-1. And like I said, they lost by the odd goal, 3-2 at Brighton last night. Fourth in the Championship with 50 points, as opposed to Wigan who were 23rd with just 21 points. They've scored 46 goals, we've scored 26. And they're only a point off the top spot as well, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. And uh, Murphy up front from bagged in 18 this season. Yes. With Goldrick 7. And the set of the third leading goal scorer is Mick McCarthy's team. Who would you think? Goalkeeper. Uh, no. Centre half. Centre half, Christoph Berra. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's a third one. We've played it switch 10 times in all competitions around the years. We've won six, they've won three, and we've drawn one. The first draw was our first meeting back in '92 in the uh, in the in the whatever the league cup were called. Back well, in Livingston, I think it was '92. '92. Yeah. Yeah. Was it not the Milk Cup? Was it? Then? Yeah, yeah. No, no, the Rumbelows Cup. Not '92. Milk Cup was eight late eighties, wasn't it? Mm. The Rumbelows Cup was before then. Uh, I'll go Worthington. I thought Worthington Cup was in two thousands. Nah. Yeah, because we play nineties. Nineties. All right, I'll let you off. I don't know. Uh, the referee is a guy called Charles Breakspear, or I said a guy, a lad. He's only his second season in the football league. He's had three. This will be his third championship game. He had one last season, which was Ipswich, and against Bolton, they beat Bolton one 0 Just had to mention that. He also refereed the Reading v Borough nil-nil game this season. That's it at this level. He's done 19 games this season, 59 yellows, and he's had seven red cards, seven dismissals, and then 59, which I think is quite high. Um, he's only a young gun, so we'll see, see how he goes along. Um, Gareth, how do you think we're going to go down at Portman Road? Not a prediction. I just said like a bit of a chat about how you think. Well, it's going to be tough, isn't it? I mean, they're playing well, like I said, they've, they've won four of the last six and they lost by the odd goal and drew the other one, so they're riding on the crest of a wave, really, and were not. But like I said, with 19 games left, we're eight points adrift, backs against the wall, going to get tough, tough get going. We've got to get at least a point, at least a point. But, whether we will or not, 
so you're going for a draw Adam good southeast tips which when we when they come up here and beat us isn't there mm. yeah, what do you think I've got a positive because <laughs> I'm not you're going aren't you I am yeah, right. six hour trip yeah 8am coach <whistles> I, um, it's obviously going to be a tough game the top of top, well fourth one point off top it'll be a scrappy game we definitely need a point out of it I think it's got to that stage now we can't keep like, thinking oh we got next week we'll be fine or blah, 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 blah. we'll get enough points elsewhere we've got to we've got to start picking up points even at these tough games like Jonathan Jackson said we're going to have to be pu- pulling out unexpected results I think 1-1 one, one. yeah 1-1 one, 1-1 one. One, one. Rob it's going to be tough it's going to be a tense game I think Ipswich are going to be feeling the pressure if you if you have a look at the last few results the top of the league in our division they've all sort of choked a bit I think it's who wants it most at the who's going to bottle it who wants to fight and who doesn't and I think you just you just don't you? one game we're going to turn the corner and we keep saying that we will oh well I've gone past that point I've, I don't know you can't see anything other than an Ipswich win I'm going for an Ipswich win 2-1 Mick? It's the old uh, tin app time, innit? Tin app, fixed bayonets, stand, stand fast. The old Mr. Jones cry, don't panic. I think we'll do. I really do. I think we're going to stand firm and I think we're going to sneak a, a lovely little 1 0 win. Do you, th- do you think any of our new signs will play this weekend? I think we're looking, uh, obviously, if the deals are done in time, but you think we might see the last Pierce in there and, and Billy Mackay? Might see Heard. Heard. Heard in the back line somewhere. Yeah. I think the scene is the real, they'll be in that set up because if you look at well, results and performances, dictate who's going in the team, and we've been utter rubbish, so I think the nailed on for the start. Yeah. I think. Comes in. I don't